Hi, this is David Stearman, and you're listening to my Up Podcast. Today I want to talk about being happy. Rejoice. This word appears 194 times in the Bible, which kind of gives you the impression that God wants us to be happy, right? In fact, it kind of sounds like a command. But I sure didn't grow up thinking this way. I grew up believing that God wanted us to be sour-faced and serious and like, you know, the Pharisees, as if that made any sense. But no, God really does want us to be continually happy and even carefree, which is why he tells us to cast our cares upon him. 1 Peter 5, 7 tells us to cast our cares upon him because he cares for us, which means he not only cares about how we feel, he cares about what we care about, and he wants to take care of things that aren't right in our lives. See, God's a really nice guy, and if something matters to us, it matters to him. He wants to fix things for us. But I should also say something here about perfectionism. See, we're human beings and live in a fallen world, and because of these things, life is never going to be perfect. It can be really good, but it's never going to be perfect. There's always going to be some little things that we don't like. And perfectionism can be the thief of joy. I'm not exactly saying we need to lower our standards, but what I am trying to say is sometimes we can be focusing so intently on some little problem that we don't realize how great the rest of our life really is. But we do sometimes have legitimate problems. And like I say, God really wants to help us with those things. Philippians 4.4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I'll say rejoice. And he goes on in verse 6 and says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. Do that instead of being bummed and heavy and depressed. Take the thing to God and let him fix it. And in the meantime... Rejoice in knowing that it's all going to be okay. So God does encourage us to rejoice, which is just a fancy word for make yourself happy. And I believe there's a solid reason for God encouraging us to do this. Because the fact is, no one else, no other human, can actually make you happy. In fact, not even God can force happiness upon you. As someone once said, happiness is an inside job. See, sometimes it's easy to rejoice, as when everything's going really well. But in other situations, it's more difficult, as when things aren't, definitely aren't. And it's at times like these that we need to make the choice to be happy. Philippians 4.4, which we just read, implies this very thing when it adds the word always. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice, meaning even when things are messed up. But here's a helpful trick. Changing your perspective on a matter, or even changing your focus from the bad things that are going on in your life to the good ones, or even changing your feeders, that is what you watch, read, listen to, or who you hang around, can also help a lot. For instance, if you listen to a lot of heavy, depressing messages, which may seem spiritual, but bring you down, hey, all preaching's not good, or you watch negative news shows all the time, or even listen to a lot of sad music, or obsess on depressing TV stories or books. And don't get me wrong, I love TV when it's encouraging or uplifting or happy or fun, 
But some of that stuff can really drag you down and you have to choose whether or not you're going to feed on the stuff that's yucky or the stuff that's good. Same thing with books. Just because you're reading doesn't mean it's a healthy thing. There are healthy things to read and unhealthy things to read and you got to make choices because if you feed on depressing stuff all the time, you're making your own personal happiness an uphill climb. Seriously, choose happier feeders, more uplifting messages, more encouraging music, lighter TV shows, more uplifting friends. Honestly, the favorite playlist on my phone, the one I've named Faves, basically just consists of a bunch of happy songs and listening to them when I'm in the car always seems to put me in a good mood. Does this sound shallow or simplistic, unspiritual? Let me assure you, it's more spiritual than you'd think, because by doing this, I'm helping myself obey God's own biblical command to rejoice always. But here's the best part of it. When you choose to rejoice, as the Bible says, the Holy Spirit actually comes to your aid by helping you become happy again. Once you open the door of your heart to his power, he will infuse you with supernatural joy. Because in reality, joy is a fruit of the Spirit. That is, something that grows naturally within the Spirit-filled heart. So if you can yield to God's instructions, the Holy Spirit will do His part, and joy will eventually rise up within your soul. So my advice? Choose to rejoice as an act of your will, no matter what's going on in your life. Open the floodgates of your soul to the happiness God wants you to perpetually enjoy. Because you see... If you've prayed, your rejoicing and being happy now can be an act of faith that what you've prayed for is actually going to happen. Because you see, if you've prayed and believed, God is already working to fix your problem and wants you to enjoy happiness while he's bringing everything you've prayed for into full manifestation. You see, God's so kind that the deal is he wants you to go ahead and enjoy yourself now while he's taking care of your problem. David Stearman Ministries is a missionary ministry. We take the good news of Jesus wherever we can, from the jungles of South America to Mexico to the Philippines, over the European continent and places beyond. And we'd love it if you'd partner with us in this task. If you'd like to help, just text GIVE to 513-296-8810 and enter the amount you'd like to sow. That's it. And thanks so much for helping us help others.